Welcome back, Little Joe's Conservative Corner. I think America's like a sleeping giant, and I think it's beginning to wake up, and I want to help with the awakening so that it survives. All creepily got your friggin' nose all up in everybody's hair. Now, I personally don't like him. I think the guy's a complete moron. Now's the time to stand up for yourself and stand up for what you believe in. You don't go from a bartender to a congresswoman. It's just so dumb. <laughs> likely happen uh, tomorrow, Anderson, I can't be sure, is that the bipartisan infrastructure bill will not succeed. Uh, and that's what I think is the right thing, and I support the progressives in the House for doing that. And the reason for that is that what the president campaigned on, what the president wants, what the American people want, what 95% of the members of the Democratic caucus in the House and the Senate want, are two major pieces of legislation. And that is to rebuild our crumbling infrastructure. Very important. But what is even more important to my mind is to finally address the long neglected needs of working families all over this country and tell them that Congress is listening to their needs and not just the billionaires and campaign contributors. And secondly, deal with the existential threat of climate change. We have got to do that. So I think if the legislation tomorrow is defeated. I think it will open up the opportunity for some serious discussion to go forward so that we can pass both of these very important bills. Yeah, that sounds a little bit crazy. That's right. I voted for it. I'm a former mayor. I know how important roads and bridges and sewer systems are. We need to do it. But the problem is if we pass that bill tomorrow, we lose the leverage that we have here with at least two senators uh, in order to pass the more important uh, reconciliation bill, which will deal with the crisis in childcare, it will make community colleges tuition free, it will lower the cost of prescription drugs, it'll end the disgrace of us being the only major country not to have paid family and medical leave, and something that I have been working on, it'll expand Medicare so that we will finally cover the dental needs of seniors, hearing aids, and eyeglasses, among other things. And on top of all of that, it will be the most significant legislation to deal okay. with the crisis of climate. Let me first say he's full of crap and we'll go from there. <laughs> you see that during the audio I just played for you, he tries to put very sensitive needs before he always drops in the climate change bomb. And the reason for that is that is his true agenda as well as the radical left. They're not concerned about your medical. They're not concerned about your dental. Like he says, prescription drug, drugs, excuse me, if they were so concerned about them, why did they take away Trump's policies, which gave us the lowest prescription drugs costs we've had in, I don't know, a century? It's because they're not concerned with them. They're concerned with their new green deal, their climate change deal, their socialist deal, their radical change of America, their build back better, whatever they want to call it, you should call it the destruction of America bill because that's exactly what it will do ultimately. 
So they're not really concerned with all the things that he says prior to climate change. He just uses a lot of those things to poke at your emotions. When he says to, you know, do things for the working family and the middle class and help them out to tax the rich the way they're supposed to, they don't care about all that. All they care about is control. Climate change, Green Deal, everything is about control. It's about controlling industry. It's about controlling you, yourself, what you eat, where you go, how you get there. That's what it's going to come down to. I told you on the last podcast a lot of things that are in the bill that they don't tell you about watching your transactions in your bank accounts, about taxing you for your mileage every year. And then they had a lot of areas in there that were vague on exactly where the money's going. It's all control. Everything in there is designed to control you, to control the United States, to control industry, to control everything. Fortunately, up to this point... It has not been voted on because they know they don't have the votes. They know the progressives in the House are not going to vote for the $1.2 trillion infrastructural package, which also has a bunch of socialist nonsense in there and stuff for the Democratic wish list. Either way, both packages are not great. Uh, Obviously, one is much more devastating to the country than the other, but the 1.2, it's no walk in the park either. However, they couldn't get the vote on that because they knew AOC and all the progressives are going to vote against it because what they're really after is that transformational 3.5 build back better nightmare that's going to destroy America. Joe Manchin and Sinema up to this point have done exactly what they said they were going to do and they've been holding out. They're saying they're not going to vote for it. They continue to say they're not going to vote for it. We shall see. This week... They're slated to go meet with Joe Biden again. He's going to try to, I guess, cut some of the funding down, take it down to $2 trillion. He's trying to get into an area that Sinema and Manchin would be comfortable to sign off on it. Anything in that package, anything, shouldn't is not worth signing off on. If Joe Manchin and Sinema are responsible and they're claiming that they want to be financially responsible, You vote no, period, the end, and then you guys battle it out in the House for the $1.2 trillion. Knock the $3.5 out completely, and let's get back to some type of sanity in Congress. Now, somewhere that we are not seeing any sanity at all is Dr. Fraudji. I'm going to play you two clips back-to-back. I think combined they're about a minute long. Here that is, and we'll discuss it further afterwards. But you are a member of society. And as a member of society, reaping all the benefits of being a member of society, you have a responsibility to society. And I think each of us, particularly in the context of a pandemic that's killing millions of people, you have got to look at it and say there comes a time when you do have to give up what you consider your individual right of making your own decision for the greater good of society. But we can gather for Christmas or it's just too soon to tell? You know, Margaret, it's just too soon to tell. We've just got to concentrate on continuing to get those numbers down and not try to jump ahead by weeks or months and say what we're going to do at a particular time. Now, if you're like me and you're a freedom-loving American, there is so much wrong with both of those comments. Number one, being part of society, 
means that at times you're going to have to give up personal choice and personal freedom for the better good of society. And then the second one is it's too early to tell if you're going to be able to spend time with your family and friends during the holidays. So let's pick both of these apart a little bit. Let's start with the uh, you having to give up freedom for the greater good. Freedom is yours all day, every day. You are literally free to do whatever you want to do. There's obviously consequences depending on what you choose to do. If it's something wrong, you choose to hurt somebody or do something and you end up in prison, well, you chose to do it, but you still have the freedom to do it. You know, an old saying is, the only thing you have to do in life is pay taxes and die. Well, dying I can't disagree with, but however, you can not pay your taxes. Again, there's a consequence with it, but you don't have to do it. Telling somebody that it's your responsibility as part of society to give up your freedoms is anti-American and irresponsible. First of all, The only reason he's saying that to you is because he's pushing a vaccine that he sees there are a lot of people are choosing freedom over fear and they don't want to take it. Secondly, the vaccine has multiple side effects that if you do take that vaccine, you are taking a risk with your health one way or the other. It's not like it was proven to be 100% safe and if you take it, there is absolutely no side effects and it's actually very effective. No. Doesn't work so great, and you're taking a risk by taking it. Possibly could have some type of a reaction to it. It just depends on the person, depends on your body. And lastly, you're expecting us to trust the federal government, which up to this point has been untrustworthy. You've flip-flopped on everything. You're consistently suppressing any type of information or comments that go against what you believe. And you're always being caught breaking your own COVID rules. You're always getting caught without masks, going to places you shouldn't, staying out later than you should, throwing big extravagant parties where nobody's paying attention to social distancing, masking, any of that. But yet we're expected to just give up our freedoms, listen to you people, not make any type of an intelligent or informed decision for ourselves and just be robots. I don't think so. Secondly, the whole Christmas thing, (laughs) yeah, okay. If you want to go party for Christmas, please do so. I'm going to. I would venture to say most people are going to, but if you were having any doubts about visiting family members or friends or going out of town or doing anything that you wanted to do for the holidays, go live your life and enjoy yourself Do not let them stop you from spending time with the people you care most about, the people you love the most, because nobody is promised tomorrow. The reality is, there are many people that won't even make it to Christmas this year, and there's going to be many people that this will be their last Christmas this year. It's unfortunate, but that's just the way of the world. So don't let them stop you from seeing these people. Now, with that being said, Biden's mandatory vaccines for the military is being challenged. A collection of federal employees are challenging the Biden's governmental overreach. uh, They're challenging his two laws requiring all federal employees and military members to get the COVID vaccine. 
And I'm glad that they are and they should because Biden's mandates doesn't even account for people who have natural immunity because they've already contracted COVID-19. And I have two more articles that I'm about to cite to show you the difference between getting a vaccination shot and how the efficacy is for that versus your natural immunities and how long that lasts. The case that's being brought forth against the Biden administration is a collection of Air Force members and Secret Service agents. They claim Americans have stayed dormant for far too long as our nation's elective representatives continue to indulge in their ravenous cravings for power, which we always talk about. It's always about power with these knuckleheads. That's all they want out of life. They just want to rule over somebody and we need to stop them. And the way we stop them is the way they're trying to stop them right now. They actually filed this on September 23rd. There's 10 petitioners. Uh, they filed it in the U.S. District Court of Wa- in Washington and requested that the judge issue an injunction against the president's vaccine requirements uh, that apply to all government workers, staff members, as well as personnel of the U.S. military. Since it was only filed about a week ago and we know the courts are about as slow as molasses, hopefully we'll hear something sooner than later. This could be a big step in the right direction, showing their overreach and proving their overreach. And if successful, I can assure you that the rest of the country, you can start defeating all these mandates all over the country. So vaccine antibodies, how well do they really work? How long do they last? Well, vaccine antibodies decline seven months after the second shot was found by a U.S. study. Antibody levels generated by the two shots of Pfizer can undergo up to a tenfold decrease seven months following the second vaccination is what the research is suggesting. Uh, The drop in antibodies level will compromise the body's ability to defend itself against COVID-19 if the individuals become infected. This study is done through a company called BioRxiv or BioRxiv, however you want to say it. It works for me. You know I massacre names. Anyways, in their findings... They showed the vaccine displayed substantial waning of antibodies to the Chinese Communist Party virus or SARS-2 and its variants, including the Delta, the Beta, and the Mu. So ultimately, it did show the decline, rapid decline of antibodies. It looks like the big decline starts at around two months, about six months in. It's getting pretty low, and that's why they're suggesting booster shots. Further down in the article, it did say the booster shot did amp it up about 100 times from where what level it's at at around seven months, so it does bring some of it back. Now, on a different study from a Finnish institute, they found the immune systems of vast majority of people who have been infected with the coronavirus will continue to carry antibodies against the virus for at least 12 months, according to a peer-reviewed study. The scientists at the Finnish Institute for Health and Welfare studied the presence of antibodies in almost 1,300 subjects. Eight months after infection, they found that 96% of the subjects still carried neutralizing antibodies and 66% still carried a type of antibody called nucleoprotein or IgG. Uh, The scientists investigated antibody levels one year after infection by randomly selecting 367 subjects from the original cohort who hadn't yet been infected. 
89% of the subjects still carried neutralizing antibodies and 36% still carried the Ig antibody. The antibody levels were higher in subjects who had experienced severe COVID-19 disease compared to those who had mild disease. These subjects had two to seven times as many antibodies for at least 13 months after infection. So what this study proves or suggests is that had we had done herd immunity correctly and let it spread through society the way it needed to, you would have better and longer lasting antibodies ultimately creating that herd immunity. You'll wipe the virus out or at least dwindle it down to almost nothing because now you have antibodies for at a minimum a year. So it's not going to come back and get you because your antibodies are not synthetic. They're the real deal. You've acquired them yourself. Your body completely understands how to fight that virus off. So even if you did get it back, what are you going to get? A mild case of it? It appears to me the smarter thing to do was to let it spread through society. That's where I'm at because natural immunity, if it would have spread through society, I'll say it again, we would more than likely have almost eliminated it. It is a virus. It's going to mutate. It is going to be here forever. We're not going to get rid of it. No matter what they tell you, they want zero COVID, whatever the federal government's you know feeding you, whatever they're lying to you about, it's never going to go anywhere. It's a virus. Yeah, We had the last one, the Spanish flu, for the last 103 years. It's mutated every year since, and they still haven't gotten rid of that one, and they try giving you shots every year to control the outbreak of it, but ultimately, it's always here. It's always going to be here. COVID is either now the dominant one, and it's going to take over completely, and maybe that's the only way influenza is now knocked out of the picture, or we're always going to have a little bit of both going on. So whether you either get COVID or you get influenza, over time, they'll both get weaker because that's what viruses do, and it is what it is. So overall, why don't I trust Dr. Fauci? Why don't I trust the federal government? Because information like this is being suppressed. They've been lying to us the entire time. I haven't seen the death rate that would scare me enough to say, hey, I'll do whatever you need to do. I'll strip away some freedoms. I'll take whatever shot I got to take because I'm watching everybody drop like flies. So at this case, I'll protect myself any way possible. I've seen many, many people get it. They recover from it. Some get a little more sicker than others. So at this point, me, myself, I'm not interested in your mandates. I'm not interested in taking the shot. I'll make a calculated decision. I've weighed out the risks and I'll take a chance because you guys are full of crap. It's funny. We started with everybody being full of crap. And now that we're almost at the end, they're still full of crap. I would like to let you know that Friday, I'm going to have a good show you got to catch Friday's episode. Don't miss it. I am interviewing Laverne Spicer. She is a congressional candidate for the 24th District of Florida, especially South Florida. If you're listening, pay attention. If you're in the Miami, um, Hialeah area, North Miami, close to the Aventura area, if you look at the map, it's it's not like it's you know clean cut lines. It's kind of all over the place. Check where you're at. She's pretty good. She's pretty smart. I follow her on Twitter. She says what she means and she means what she says. And we had a pretty nice interview. So you don't want to miss that coming up this Friday. Make sure you catch Friday's episode. I think you will enjoy it and get ready because elections are going to be here quicker than you think. 
It's the end of 2021. We're in October. You know how fast it goes from here. Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, we're all done. We're into the next year. And then the true countdown begins. November will come again real quick. The older I get, the faster time seems to go. With all that said, if you like what you're hearing, please rate and review me. You'll help me out greatly on Apple. Uh, If you'd like to contact me, littlejocc.com. You can send me a message through the contact section. You can check me out any videos that I do on Rumble at Little Joe's Conservative Corner. If you want to follow me, Twitter at L-J-C-O-N-S-E-R-C-R-N. Beyond that, I hope you have a wonderful Tuesday. I'm sure a lot of nonsense is going to go down this week, and I'll report it as I see it. God bless. Have a great day. Oh, 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 oh,